You're with Julian on the Brown Notes and a review of the movie Pig that came out last year and I missed, which is a disgrace because I have been trying to promote that we are living in the age of cage for a few years now. And happily, we seem to be turning the point where everyone is starting to agree that Nicolas Cage is indeed a deity. Um, I think we need a Keanuification of him at this moment. Uh, famous for a lot of bad films, but uh, there are a lot of really great films as well. And he seems to be in this pocket now where he might churn out some rubbish, but he's also picking up a lot of very good, more indie fare. And Pig is definitely one of the best. Um, it's also the most surprising film I have seen in the last few years. Um, what I expected, and go into it without knowing uh, as much as you can. If you read, if you listen to this review, you're probably going to know too much. I would, I would switch off and say, I'd just say it is a really great film, and go into it without knowing. So from here on in, that's going to spoil all of it. Um, it starts as a film that you've seen a million times, and it's a first time from Michael Sarnowski. What a lot to come from this guy. First time writer, director, um, and Nicolas Cage is starring uh, with a few others, but not very many. Um, he lives in the woods. He's one of these people that's had a terrible event in the past and is, um, you know, a loner. Um, he's got his really cute pig, uh, that he lives with and he lives in the log cabin and he goes truffle hunting and then the um, Alex Wolf comes weekly he is I think the whole thing's Portland Oregon uh, and he goes to the posh restaurants in Portland and sells them things like truffles so he turns up every week to get his supply of truffles that Nicolas Cage has been getting and Nicolas Cage doesn't speak to him he just sort of sits there unkempt as you can be and looking lost and uh, very much given up on life and the world and pretty soon um, a couple of ne'er-do-wells turn up late at night bash Nicolas Cage over the head and steal his pig bastards um, so the rest of the film is him trying to get his pig back now this is set up to look like it is going to be one of those John Wick style films where there's a guy and nobody last year and a million films whereas there's a guy that lives a non uneventful existence he's messed with by criminals and the rest of the film follows him gradually working his way up the chain because he's actually a super scary killer and that is exactly what you think you're getting you think you're getting that at the halfway stage of this film you could not be more wrong i it's almost like they were trying to make a john wick film and then he got to the halfway stage and ran out of money. So instead crafted a series of sequences based on dialogue and acting, each that enriches everything about the film in ways that you do not see coming. So he, he gets a mirror, this young guy with a fancy car, who's got a dad played by Adam Arkin, who's the head honcho. Adam Arkin's character is the head honcho in the restaurant dining scene in Portland, I think. And um, he provides everything to everyone. He's, he's like got his finger in every pie. He's like the foodie equivalent of a gangster boss. And he doesn't like his son running around trying to start his own way in life. <coughs> so um, Nicolas Cage and Alex Wolfe uh, arrive in Portland and dive into the restaurant scene. This is the most surprising foodie film I have ever seen. 
At this stage, even you under you you encounter this underground fight club of chefs, and you still know exactly where this film's going. Uh, it's going to be a violent bloodbath at the end. Nicholas Cage will kill all of the bad guys, ending with the final boss, get his pig back, and retreat into the, you know walking lonely up the road with his pig. Um, everyone else is dead. Nothing of the sort happens. After that point, near the midway stage, I was thinking this film's got too much acclaim. I've seen this story. I've seen it so many times. Yeah, Nicolas Cage is incredibly committedly brooding and silent um, performance is great. Um, it often visually is quite lovely and um, everything sort of sounds and looks really, really good, almost dreamlike at that point because they go into the nighttime. Um, but what happens next for the second half of the film has no relationship to it. If anything, it's like Marcel Proust. This is a film about how food can be transformative, um, how food and the memory of food in the past with loved ones can have such a dramatic emotional effect on you. The first giveaway is he has this scene in a posh restaurant, one of the best in the city, and at this stage it is made aware that Nicolas Cage was the city's top chef. Feared and loved and admired by all in the food scene, and it's kind of made obvious that his wife died, and he just fled. He left behind everything and went to live in a cabin in the woods. Life had no meaning for him, and he was a broken person. We also note that there's a parallel with Amir's dad. Amir's dad, uh, it, it, it's, it's said that his wife committed suicide. No doubt she tried, but she is actually being kept artificially alive on life support. Uh, we see Amir visit her and the fact that he doesn't want that. Um, she's been there for years and both the Nicolas Cage and the Adam Arkin character have dealt with this horrible grief in, in in very negative ways they've never been able to escape it and what follows from that he has a scene in a restaurant a very posh restaurant where he meets a chef and he's talking to this chef about you know why are you doing this and this chef just starts breaking down he's just really edgy he's like why are you trying to please critics why are you trying to do this you know this is what you wanted to do you wanted to open an english pub but you're making this really deconstructed food and it's just like this guy just starts losing it. And from that point on, um, Nicolas Cage has uh, uh, interactions with the Godfather, the Adam Arkin character, where both of their emotional lives begin to unravel. And it all culminates not around a massive shootout, but a meal. A meal that um, the Adam Arkin character had had with his wife when times were better, and it just speaks to, you know, the, in, in, in A La Recherche du Temps Perdu, where um, Marcel Proust talks about the Madeleine, dipping the Madeleine and eating it, and it recalling thousands of pages of his memories from, from when he was in his past. And here it talks about the, the transformative effect that a memorable meal can have on you, even remembering back to it. Almost like this godlike effect that it can have on you. And the, every scene for the second half of the movie seems to add subtle dimensions to the emotion of what's going on. And it ends in a place that is, um, it is transformative because Nicolas Cage, even though he goes through a little bit of personal hell, seems to have turned towards the light by the end of the film. 
So I thought this was wonderful. Um, I didn't expect it. I'm sorry that I've ruined it by reviewing it. Um, so I wish you'd turned it off at the start. But still, you won't. You may not even expect it um, watching the film. But it is a beautiful lyrical film. Slight flaws. Um, I thought that when it got to the halfway point and I was still expecting this John Wick thing, this underground world of Fight Club and all the chefs and everything else, almost deserved its own movie. It was just really interesting, but it didn't really fit uh, with anything else. It just sort of arrived and went away. But these are quibbles. Um, overall, it's a sh very short film, and Nicolas Cage is magnificent. He's not a sympathetic man, and he doesn't ask for sympathy, and any emotion in it is um, very hard-earned and well-deserved. Well and it sticks with you afterwards and makes you happy, even though it's a monumentally depressing piece of film. Uh, it does make you feel happy. It makes you feel like his character is coming back towards the light. Very sad final scene. Um, so, Pig, a wonderful film. Another chalk on the board for Nicolas Cage not making terrible films and being a brilliant actor. So, 8.5 out of 10 for Pig.